I can stack them hundreds to the roof. I ain't stopping till they stack to the moon. Without me, my family wouldn't have food. Anybody go against me, gotta lose. What is up, guys? You're listening to the MF CEO Project. I'm Andy. I'm your host, and I am the motherfucking CEO. Guys, what is a motherfucking CEO? Well, let's be real. The truth of the matter is most people go through their lives as sheep. They do what they're told. They do what they think they're supposed to. They never really live what they see for themselves in their mind. Um, And they live at the mercy of what other people's standards are versus defining their own standards for success. Okay. Becoming a CEO does not mean you have to run a business. Technically, yes, it does. But the truth is, is that you are the CEO of you. That is a fact. You are making all the executive decisions. You're making all the important decisions. You are doing all the work necessary to create the product that will be your life. And you guess what? You need to do it with some fucking swagger and some confidence. All right? Nobody likes a boring ass dude in his fucking shitty suit and his pocket protector acting like he's the motherfucking CEO when really he's a bitch CEO. Okay? This show is for people that want the most out of all areas of life. It is not for everyone, okay? There's going to be cursing. There's going to be crude jokes. There's going to be, I'm a real dude, okay? I run a real company. I'm not some Instagram personality. Uh, You could find me in my real company running the motherfuckers every day, all right? This isn't like my life to do this podcast. The reason I do this podcast is so you guys will be able to learn what the truth is about becoming successful uh, from somebody who has done a few things, not just read about them, all right? So I don't have a fee for the podcast. I don't run a million ads. I don't do all these things that everybody else does because, dude, this is a way for me to give back, all right? I was very fortunate Uh, to start in business young. I was very unfortunate to have good people around me that taught me things that took me a long time to realize that not everybody knew. And so my mission and my obligation, I believe, is to help other people realize what it truly takes. And most importantly, to help people realize that you are capable of domination. And it's interesting I use the word domination because that's what I'm going to talk about today. But before I get into that, the fee is this, okay? The fee is if you like the podcast, if you like the show, if you get value out of it for free and it helps you, I ask very simple thing and it's this, refer me a friend for every episode that you like. If you like the episode today... Bring me one friend. Say, hey, Tony, you got to listen to this crazy motherfucker, Andy Frisella. He's awesome. And give me someone to listen. That's it. We're trying to grow a movement. We're trying to grow a community. We're trying to erase the shitty culture that has been implemented into society where, you know, everybody's special, everybody wins, everybody gets a trophy, uh, and everybody's entitled to some sort of success, which is the fucking, we all know, is bullshit. Okay? So... Guys, uh, this isn't a show for your kids to be listening to, but I do write kids' books that don't have cursing for that reason, all right? There's lots of value here. If you don't want to listen to it because there's F words and 
and crude jokes, then go listen to somebody else. I don't give a fuck. Okay, but your job should be to pull the important lessons and then go teach other people these lessons. And most importantly, live these lessons. All right. So that's my fee, guys. And the other thing I ask too, guys, is this. You know, if you're getting value out of my content, please do me a favor and participate on my Instagram page. Like my photos, give me a comment, drop me a thing. Those things mean a lot to me. Let me know how the content is doing. Let me know how it's what it's doing for you. Participate in the power play. Okay, the power play is something I do on every single post. It's uh, The power play is very simple. It's the first two minutes, uh, you drop a comment and it says, uh, 100 to zero, my power play is, and you fill in what your power play is for the day. The power play for the day would be your number one action item that has to get done today that is going to move you towards your goal. A lot of people are misunderstanding this. This is not um, what your power play is for the next six months. It's for today. What are you doing today to get you where the fuck you want to go? I want to know that shit because I want to know that you're actually out there doing things. So guys, refer me a friend for each episode and participate on the Instagram. And I don't think it's that much that hard to ask for what I give you guys for free, which is literally the blueprint of how to fucking win in any area of life. Okay? With that being said, I was I'm a huge documentary guy, right? I love documentaries. If I watch TV, it's usually a documentary. Um I don't know what it is, but I'm drawn to the history of America. I've always been interested in military, interested in and and the strategy, the equipment, uh, dude, the 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 bravery, the balls, all that shit, man. It's always resonated with me, and that's why I I don't know. I seem to be always drawn to people who have like lived that life. I feel like if I didn't live this life, that would be the life that I would live. And I know a lot of motherfuckers say that, but I truly. I don't know. I truly believe that. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Um, but it's something that I'm just always, ever since I was a kid, I was drawn to and I wanted to learn more about. And, um, you know, maybe I'd be a terrible sh- soldier. I don't fucking know. But I know this. I respect the shit out of anybody who actually went and lived that life. Uh, so that's why I'm drawn to guys, you know, and I look up to guys like Jocko, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, and, and guys like that, you know, guys who have really done shit you know Derek Wida he's a good friend of mine he's got his leg shot off in in uh, Iraq dude like that, that kind of stuff to me man is just on a different level of respect and uh and so I always watch documentaries based around military and last night I was watching this documentary uh it was actually the last night in my old house where actually house is being moved right now as I record this tonight will be my first night in the new house um which I'm excited to show you guys as well uh, just please don't show up there unannounced. So last night, um, I was watching this documentary, and this documentary happened to be uh, about the atomic bomb. And most of you guys know that in 1945, America dropped an atomic bomb on Japan on the city of Hiroshima. Okay, uh, it's pretty common knowledge. Even if you don't study American history, you we, we you know that there was never a bigger, more powerful bomb than the one that exploded on Hiroshima that has ever exploded any time in the history of Earth, okay? The city was completely devastated. It was decimated, literally scorched Earth, literally, okay? It was the equivalent of 15 kilotons of TNT, all right? We're talking about raw, crazy, huge, massive 
power, total devastation, okay? And guess what? As we know, there was an arms race to build bigger and more powerful bombs. And in 1961, the Russians created an atomic weapon called the Tsar bomb, all right? And you know how powerful that bomb was? It was 3,300 times more powerful than the bomb that destroyed Hiroshima. And I want you to think about that. 3,300 times the most massive, devastating explosion that has ever been produced on this earth. When this bomb was detonated, it produced the largest human-made explosion that was ever recorded by 3,300 times. It wasn't a little bit bigger. It was 3,300 fucking times bigger. It had the capacity for the equivalent of 100 megatons of TNT. Now, we just said that the Hiroshima bomb had 15 kilotons of TNT. This one was 100 megatons of TNT. It had a mushroom cloud of more than 37 miles high. Okay, the flash of the detonation was seen 620 miles away. All right, and the resulting damage, as you probably guessed, was massive. It exploded out in the middle of nowhere, but still managed to destroy an uninhabited village 34 miles from ground zero. The village was completely leveled, completely leveled, scorched earth. Even buildings that were more than 100 miles away were damaged. And what they were saying on this documentary was, if you had been 62 miles away, more than an hour's drive away from the blast, you still would have got third-degree burns hot enough to cook you alive. How fucking crazy is that? Okay? Listen, the atomic bomb that destroyed Hiroshima was massive. Massive, massive, massive. The Tsar bomb? 3,300 times bigger. 3,300 times. That blew my mind. It blew my fucking mind. Okay, I went to Google. I looked it up. I found this cool graphic of what these bombs look like size-wise, which I'm going to have Vaughn post on my page so you guys can see it. But why do I bring this up? Because all I could think about was the analogy I recently used on Instagram, which was the difference between winning and dominating. Okay, and this is where it's going to apply to you. People who are truly successful, the truly elite people in this world that are in a class of their own, those people understand how to dominate, okay? Winners dominate losers. Legends dominate winners. And your mentality on this earth should be that you want to dominate winners. And I want you to think about that. Who gives a shit if you beat up on all the losers of the world? They're average and mediocre. It's an easy win. That's what makes them losers. There is no honor in that. There is no real achievement in that. Those kinds of people are miserable and add little to no value. Okay? They take zero personal responsibility for anything. And then they die. You think that's a fucking something to be proud about? Oh, I beat up on this kid who can't defend himself. Oh, cool. Okay? They are a non-factor in evaluating whether you are excellent or whether you are elite. They are irrelevant to the definition of your success. If you just want to be a winner, then that means 
you do what you have to do to win, but nothing else. If that's the case, congratulations. You might get a nice car. You might get a nice house. You might have a nice life, but you are never, ever, ever going to be truly fulfilled in your success because you know that you are leaving a shitload on the table, okay? You are never going to have the kind of confidence and satisfaction and happiness that we all want that dominators have, that legends have, because you're always going to know that you left shit on the table. You are always going to know that you didn't push through to your full potential. And you're always going to know that you could have given more and gotten more, and you didn't. And that's where the regret comes from. You won't realize this until your your time is over, okay? Especially if you know your time's coming. You get sick. You know, sometimes the shit just ends and lights go out. But if you have time to think about your life before you die, which I hope you do, you are going to have regret if you don't understand what I'm saying here. So while all the other average people may think of you as a winner, you're going to know that in reality, you're a half-assing little bitch. That's the truth. But legends... Legends feel fulfilled and happy, not because they win or they're better than losers, but because they do what they have to do to be the best there ever was. If it's eating dog shit, they eat it. Dump trucks full of it, and they ask for more. They might enjoy a nice life, but they are only truly lit up by the true mission of all dominators, and that mission is to be the best there ever was at whatever it is that you do. Most of the time, most of the time, they fail at that and end up with some regrets because they understand they are different and wouldn't be satisfied with a normal life. They accept those regrets. They understand it's part of the price that they pay for being a legend. Legends don't settle for being a winner. They strive to be complete domination, scorched earth, legendary. They do it for themselves first because they understand that the ripple effect of what that's going to create is going to ultimately be an amazing inspiration tool and it's going to leave a legacy that people will look at for a long fucking time. Guys, if you really truly dominate, people are going to see it. They're going to be drawn to you. They will remember your fucking name. They will remember even the smallest interaction they have with you. Because by dominating your life, you will make a profound impact on all of the lives around you. Not a Hiroshima-level impact. I'm talking about a motherfucking czar impact. You guys are failing to realize that just winning is not enough. Just winning is not glory worthy or brag worthy or fucking any of this shit no one really fucking cares if you're beating up on the fucking people who can't even take care of themselves good for you you're not maximizing your potential you're not becoming who the fuck you could become you're not being who you were meant to be and that's why those people always have regret That's why you hear people who have done things that you see outside who are successful. That's why they, you know, you see them on 60 Minutes crying, because they won a little bit, but they didn't press themselves to be great. 
okay? The bottom line is this. Beating losers is not something to be proud of. But dominating people who are winning, that's something that'll leave you a fucking legacy. 